Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, and a happy Tuesday to you and yours. Welcome Hello. in to today's reading of Oilers Nation Radio. <laughs> Holy crap. Sweet opening. Go on. Well, just welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, gang's back together. I think we I'm all back. have to give yeah. a little clap. Uh, I'm then. back from my trip, which was cool. And I'm excited <laughs> to be back in the same room as you guys talking about the Edmonton Oilers and nothing but the Edmonton Oilers today. We're just going <laughs> to dial her in, gents. Not about the Buffalo Bills? Oh, God, no. Tyler, oh, where no. were you for the last week? Uh, I was, what do they call it? Moonlighting as a Saravali kid. Ah. I basically just did whatever Frank's kids did. I do did notice you your hair is a little whiter. Yeah. Does that mean you get to answer the second Saravali phone when the yeah. insiders are calling? That's awesome. Could you be old enough to young enough to be Frank's child? No, he's 36. I'm 26. I oh. mean, you could, but it's gross. Yeah, it's not something you really want to think of. Um, so there you go. Uh, I had a great time with Frank, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to be doing things like the delicious debate, which is brought to you by Wendy's. They're letting you win real food prizes with your fantasy team this year with the Wendy's daily face-off survivor pool. Some of you dream of smoking the competition. Some of you are losers like me who get eliminated on the first day every single time. Uh, lost but last night? Yeah, I had Vegas over three and a half goals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, Mister Perfect. Well, I can. I, I. This is the first time I got in. First time I remembered on a Monday, and I, now on to Tuesday. You're on to Tuesday. Well, whether you're a winner like Rick or a loser like me, you can be a champion at lunchtime when you download the Wendy's app and try their brand new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Liam, what's one word you would use to describe that combo? Sure. Serendipitous. is right, Liam. Uh, check out Wendy's and their new app today. The delicious debate, gentlemen. Little temperature check. It's getting to the end of November here. The Oilers have won two games in a row. What percentage chance do you give the Oilers of making the playoffs? 100%. In, realistically, 100%. 100%. realistically, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm saying hundred percent, gentlemen. I said hundred percent a couple weeks ago. I'm sticking with hundred percent. Hundred percent because. The Western Conference is so fucking bad right now Mm -hmm. that it paves the way to make it happen. 100%. They went 18 and 2 in our last 20 last year. We have almost the exact same roster. There's a lot of weird things happening earlier in the year. I think there's, if you see them do the exact same thing again, it would not be very surprising. They are making the playoffs. Liam? I'm not as optimistic as you guys, but I think they will make the That's playoffs. You're on, a, you're on the downside of a sugar high. You're very upset right now. You're <laughs> yeah. sleepy. You're sad. You, you need to like just pound that water. Only had is, one piece of toast. It yeah. is very strange the mood I'm in at the moment. But like I said, now me and this morning, BM, a coffee I had was bad. The oat milk. Oh, that just derailed your whole day. Well, I had the oat milk and I thought, okay, I know I have almond milk in there too. So I went to go and get the almond milk. And I made my coffee and I put in the almond milk and it still tasted terrible. How much milk do you have in your fridge? I mean, I got a variety of milk. Yeah. How many things are milked in your fridge? <laughs> yeah. A couple of milks. Do you have cow's milk? Do you have normal milk? No, I have a dairy allergy. Oh. Was there any coffee left in the cup after you added that much milk? It was just a splash of milk. But then you I'm added. sorry to hear. <laughs> Keep it to feet, buddy. <laughs> Uh, for the podcast, for the podcast listeners, I just touched Liam's hand. Oh, she grabbed. There you go. I wanted to show him support. I didn't know he had a dairy allergy. Uh, I spoke about it on the uh, Do you take live show. 
often? No, I, I it's just, it's, it's a slight allergy. If you'd like it to is, see what the allergy does, to come check out our live stream from last Friday because yeah. he ate pizza right before going on the air and then realized his allergy is going to attack yeah, him. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a little bit of a stuffy nose. A little rosacea, maybe. Couldn't breathe for a minute of there. It was good. Uh, yeah, Touch I or go. To do my nose exercises. So, what's your percentage? Um, two percent, like the milk. <laughs> Sixty-five. Okay. I think I just. I worry if it all goes to crap again that the rest of the guys who are bad who are still not doing anything are going to continue to do nothing. Like, what if what if McDavid and Drysaddle get cold again at some point? Right, we've, we've seen it. It's this point in the year that never happened. It's not inevitable that McDavid's going to play every single game at our maximum health. Have you seen mm-hmm. what he does right? in, the, in the back half of a season? I'm not. I, hey, I'm sounds not, like you're a non-believer to me. Trying not to live in the past. I'm trying to live in the present. Ryan McLeod hasn't scored. Warren Fogel hasn't scored in like nine games. That sounds like Connor Brown pass. just got his first point. Like, Congrats. I think they'll get to the playoffs, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as we're making it seem being like, oh, the Western Conference is crap. Well, the others are second last in the Western Conference right For now. now. For now, even if they win tonight, they won't move up anywhere in the standings. For now. For now. I like think, a kitten hey, in the tall 65, grass. 65% says I think they'll make it. I just don't think it's going to be as easy as it's made to seem. What's going on with you? I just looking at the levels. I told uh, the you levels that. are like weirdly low, but I think we're just going to keep rolling. Well, they're juiced. Oh, I can yell louder. No, I yeah. got number one is low. Number one is low because that's Dan's. He's quite I'm high. loud. Dan's always yelling. I'm, I'm a loud boy. Mm. Oh, well, I hope this podcast sounds good, everybody. But you're right, Liam. Even if they win tonight against Vegas, they don't move anywhere in the standings. Granted, it's game 21. Exactly. We're, we are only a quarter of the way through the season, but we're also a quarter away through the season. Like I just think saying 100% is, it's a stretch. I, I'm at, like it's a stretch. Uh, I'm not, not saying me. it's going to be easy. No, but no I, I, yeah, I'd be blown away if they don't get there. Me and Rick are not saying that it's a clear path. No, hundred percent. I think but, that I think that they are significantly better than the teams in front of them hmm. that they're chasing. Yes, Dan. I I'm the kind of fan that as long as we're not mathematically eliminated, I'm still on board with us making the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I was never even during the bad time at the start of this year, I didn't think that they were going to miss the playoffs. I, and I don't necessarily think that these two games indicates that they're going to make it a hundred percent, but I, I just, I don't know, like this team doesn't strike me as a team that's going to miss the playoffs. I just, you know, we, I think we went through our January slide from last year in October and that's a shitty time to do it. It's tough to dig yourself out of that hole, but I think we're starting to see the, the spades coming to fruition right now. So this is who's above them. They're better than than Anaheim. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're better than Arizona. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're better than Nashville. Yes. Yes. Seattle are probably better than, but are, are a good team. If you win your games in hand, you're also only I, two points back of them. I know they've beat them twice, but I'm just yeah. saying Seattle's a competitive team that's going to push for a playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Calgary looks to be a team that actually might push for a playoff spot. Win your games in hand, you're only two points back of them though. I'm just saying there's a they're still competitive. Yeah. And then the top three teams in the Pacific Division. Are the three best teams in the West? I guess yeah, no, Dallas, Colorado. Come on. Statistically, it's Colorado. You're right. I Stats just matter. Stats don't lie. But Colorado's had the same issues the others have had this season to start with their goaltender, Gorgiev, having just absolute mind-bogglingly bad games uh, for them. Yep. And but their offense was able yep. to pick them up. They've been able to score out of it. Yep, for sure. I'm Our just offense uh, was not working at yep. the very beginning. Now it is. And now yep. look what's happening. So I just, I just, I like how the plays woken up. We talked, we talked okay, so about it last, all last really week. Good on your block. All those thousands of cuts, they're starting to kind of heal up now. Yes. Some of the cuts are still there. Some of those issues that we have still exist. You're right, Liam. You know, you listed off the McLeod issue, the Fogel issue keeps going down the list. We got a bunch of things that we still got to figure out. Those but issues were all around last year too. Regression right? to I the mean friends. I, I think they'll be fine. I ultimately think they'll be okay. You know, there's 65% playoffs. of you thinks they'll be fine. Hey, that means they would make it. But Rick, we also, there was two episodes or two weeks ago, we were talking you off the ledge, my friend. Hey, yeah, listen, I said I was never getting off the bandwagon. <laughs> and I said, never said we weren't going to make the playoffs. No, nope, But at that's that true. time, things were dark. Yep. Everything they did ended up in the back of our net. And we could never put the puck in the other net. Now we've gotten out of that cloud of whatever. All thanks to Knobloch. I just think that it was only last week, too, or two weeks ago, they won three in a row. 
and then they crapped themselves for three games in a row. Looked horrendous. And now all of a sudden, seven. They look bad, against, they look bad against Carolina. They looked okay against uh, Tampa Bay. You just got to figure out. Well, close the game out. And let's not for, yeah, but let's not forget Tampa Bay is a pretty damn good team. They have a decent uh, amount of offense. And they're kind of junk this they're, year, but they're not as good as they should be. And you're playing against I know what you're saying. Yeah. But it's not like the guy between the pipes was Vasilevsky. That was an opportunity for the Oilers to actually capitalize on Tampa Bay's injuries. They didn't. they didn't. But they should have. They should have, yeah. But the Oilers, but they didn't. Yeah, but the power play wasn't alive back then. But they didn't. They didn't do it. They're like, I know, I get it. I, I'm on a high with this team too, but they're only one bad game away again from everything melting, apparently. Or they're only one game, or they're one good game away from everything being back in line. But no, they're not. Like, if they go through a rough two game stretch here this week and they lose to Vegas and Winnipeg, who are two damn good hockey teams, we're going into a six day absence with them having half as many wins as they do losses. Like where this thing is just way, what? it's way closer to falling back off the rails than it is to be back points on compared to this time last year, exact same time. Five back. Five they points were. back. Listen, I'm That's closer. Significant. I'm closer to be living on the streets than I am to being a billionaire. Let's go all in on this team. Let's keep riding it. We're fine. I understand what you're saying, Tyler. Like, yes, if we lose some more hockey games, it's going to be bad. But if we win more hockey games, the mood can change and it can continue to shift. Yeah. So. And I'm with you. I, I said, and I stand by it. I'm not going to get excited about this team till I've seen a five game winning streak. So I'm just still not there yet. Like, great. They beat the Anaheim Ducks eight two. <laughs> they should have. Yeah. That's right? fair. Washington. Great. You won one of your four games on the road trip. They, they still haven't convinced me that they're but fully back. You should have. Then you look at a team like San Jose, who you should have won, who's now all of a sudden five and one at home, <laughs> which is funny. And have won two you games in a row. Five teams should have beat them, but didn't. Yeah. Vegas I has know. lost seven of their last 10 coming into tonight. Yeah. Vegas it's is an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Ebbs. And they need to take it. Regulation ups and downs, win. Ups yeah. and downs. In the, in Four the, point in swing. Ups and Let's downs in the season. We had a bunch of downs to begin with. It means we have a lot of ups to go. I love this podcast, just hyping each other up, talking each other off Let's the ledge. Over here, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you guys need to get on our level. They just need to, They need to show it. They, they need to yeah. take their opportunities, like they have for the last two games. Have you not seen a difference a in the team in the last five six games than you did before that? No, no. no? Last five six games, they have three and two. Tampa Bay, that was a shit show. That's wow. it. That was an embarrassing I've, game. I've seen a big difference in this team between now and then. I What's the difference? Were, I think they were a bit unlucky against Florida. I will admit. Like, Another bro- game that should have been a win. But they should have won. Was not. Broberg stepping on the stick is like unfortunate thing. That, that was, But that we had a whole bunch of those types of things happening early. Yeah. They you know, you shoot, happen. take a shot from the point. It goes off the defenseman, goes directly to the side, gets the other forward stick, and he has to put in almost an empty net. The major difference for me over the last two weeks is that the guys that you expect to score, they're all scoring now. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. And, and, yep. and it's changed. Their mentality has changed. You saw that smile they had after that power play goal. Yep. That was something different right there. The top guys are clicking. That's for me what's changed this team, the team's fortunes. And we knew that was going to happen. We just knew that at some point something was going to to change for the team and our outcomes were going to be better for it. And I, McDavid's been playing pissed off. Three weeks was so bad yep. that it was impossible that it wasn't going to have a correction. How do you measure that again? Save percentage and Ruler. shooting percentage. <laughs> maybe a meter stick I, I think they're coming back up because again we knew eventually the stars would pick up the pace and we knew Stuart Skinner wasn't going to be terrible all season but like is the depth of this team suddenly good James Hamlin has two goals you have but more you, goals from their depth this year than they did last year at the same point and we were and going into this season we were not talking about is the depth good enough I think we were talking about it might this be team. something that holds them back and not letting them win the uh, division but it was not going to be at the point where we are right now. But I think we need to live more in the now than the past. And right now it is not good enough. Right now we're just two in a row. No, I just mean is like the whole of the season, the depth is not good enough. Like there needs to be up, upgrades there eventually. Like and I, th- and I think there's, po- I th- I they need yeah, there's potential yes. for them to turn it around. Sure. But again, I'm just going more with the, I really believed in this team coming into the season. I said the regular season is going to be boring and won't mean anything for them. So and they- now I'm sitting here going, Oh my God. Well, Ryan McLeod can't score. Warren Fogle had a heater, but now he's ice cold. And Connor Brown clearly isn't as good as I thought he was going to be. And I'm going, okay, there might not be very good depth scoring here. And it's just going to be McDavid and Drysaddle carrying them to victory every night. And if they're not showing up, the Oilers are going to lose the hockey game, whatever the score is. Kane's been our best forward most of the year. Sure. Kane has been great. Yep. But it's the big guns. I, I just, I don't have enough of a reason yet. If they go beat Vegas and beat Winnipeg, I'll be right there. I'll be 90% of the way there. 
Um, but until I see them go beat some really, really good hockey teams and put together a sustained run of success, I can't agree with a hundred percent. I, I got to be lower. What's than your that. number then? 68. 70 is too high. 65 yeah, is, feels a little high. Now I need to need to keep this mature and professional. 68. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number and I'm sticking with it. Did you give one Dan? I didn't give an official What's number. What's your number? I'll say number. 81. There you go. 82. Mir Yeah, shout out to Mir Shatan. Mir Shatan, good dude. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, Dimitri Orlov? Sour the Sally's devil. here in the what, middle. What was his name? The French fellow that played. Johan Johan OV2. Wasn't he number 81? I believe he might have been around there. He might have been. Yeah, another one for you. <laughs> Shout out to Johan Ov2. He's a forward. He's a defenseman. He's whatever you need. The he's Oilers. The Oilers should have a wing in their Hall of Fame of like players they brought over from Europe that just didn't really work out all that well. Uh, the, no, that thing oh yeah, full. they were here. Nygaard. Yeah. Don't you full. dare say Gaetan Haas. Oh, oh my presence. I love that guy. I can't believe he didn't stick. But I also don't Bell-off? blame the guy. Belov's a good one. Before you two were born, there was there was eighty-one. Like, like, Johan eighty-two is like Yuri Depita. Yuri Depita. He had a really great world uh, world championships one year for Slovak or no, Czech Republic. I guess it would have been. Uh, he would have end up in, in Philly, I think, and then kind of floundered a bit, and then we're like, ah, oh, bring him over here. Yo, Yesi Yowens who came from yeah, Yesi Yowens. Yes, he was hot in the preseason. Timu Hardikainen was drafted, so it doesn't really count, but. So still was Yoni time. Rita. He scored that beautiful goal last season in the K. There's still <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. And he went, uh, how did kind of, right? Yeah. He went to the world championships. I thought that guy was long gone. Yeah, I thought he retired. Years no ago. more hockey. No more. He's hockey. back. More hockey for maybe, Team hey, Hardy. Maybe he could help. Can't hurt. He big. He big boy. How Just like he Cameron, he big. Remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia. Cameron Hebig. Remember that guy? No, Abney. Ab- Abney. Cam Abney. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of Pontus Aberg. And you're thinking of our former GM. Yeah, that is Jack Graham. Pontus was a good dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that guy used to work here, Liam. <laughs> you're not going to find like there's... Abney? No. Cam Abney. He was a tough guy that they signed, that they drafted. Good Western League boy. How many NHL games did Cam Abney get into? Any guesses before I click on it? Zero. I'll say... I think he played like two. I'll say two. Yeah. I have no idea. Cam Abney. 32 now. Could still play. Played zero. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? But he popped he home one king. bonus yeah. points and scored one goal with the Condors in his last pro season. Yeah. Probably when he knew it wasn't going to work out. 82nd overall in the 2009 Don't do draft. this game. Oh, <laughs> God. Did Who did the Oilers pass on to take Cam Abney? Nicholas Delorier. Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin, 700 games. It's really surprising Cody Eakin never Ooh. became an Oiler. Casey Sisikas. 92nd overall, David Savard, 94th overall. All right. There you go. There's a little bonus history lesson for you. Uh, that is a wrap on the delicious debate brought to you by Wendy. Sign up to play the daily face-off survivor pool to win weekly prizes like the new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's. And That sounds the, delicious. It does. It's like a chicken and waffles kind of thing. That's it sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah, I need that really now. Good. That's what's up. Okay, but when you eat them, it better be a bite of both at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, like stack them. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, I think that can be a play. I, I would and I would suggest what kind of sauce we get a little syrup, mm. syrup dipitus, syrup Liam. That exactly. is right. Um, just to close out the Cam Abney conversation. Sure, because it definitely needs yeah. closing out. The Oilers traded the Left rights along with Abney and Timu Hardikainen for Mark Fraser to the Leaves. And then who did they trade Mark Fraser for? Let's follow the rabbit hole. You went to LA. Show um, trades. You're thinking of Colin Frazier. Damn it. No one. Signed in New Jersey. Trade tree Ah, ended. Fix. Darn. I really thought we were going to go somewhere with that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Let's move along on the show here. It is a Tuesday edition of Oilers Nation Radio. Bag Milk, Rick, Liam, Dan. Me, Tyler, everyone back in the mix. Uh, Let's do Who Delivered for our friends at DoorDash, where our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. It is right here on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Right there. Ding dong. Thanks, Rick. Welcome. Ding dong. Uh, All right. Who Delivered? I am going to start with... Who should I start with? Who should I start with? Dan's got his phone out, so surely he's looking up an answer. Dan, Who Delivered? Ding dong. Uh, I'm going to give it to one Stuart Skinner for getting a shout out on the 
on the schedule this season. Uh, it's been a tough, tough goal for him. So for him to overcome and get that shout out, Stu Skinner, you get my delivery of the week. Ding dong. Yeah. I'm taking the easy one. Taking the layup. Nine points in his last two games. Connor McDavid is back. Obviously, he was playing through some kind of injury or some kind of something. But uh, he's looked so much more like Connor over the last little bit. The points are now coming. The shot, like the the no look goal that he scored against Anaheim, where he's kind of looking past, looking past, looking past. It's in the net. That's Connor doing Connor things. And he's the easy one. Connor McDavid delivered the last two games. Has forever. Glad to see you back, buddy. I missed you. Ding dong. Connor McDavid in the span of a week went from 118th in NHL scoring to a tie for 13th. So uh, look out NHL. He's back. Usually means you had a pretty good run. Rick, who delivered? Uh, I'm going to stick it with uh, you. We're going to go to the defense side of things here. And there's an easy one, but I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go with the big fella there getting a couple of apples in the last couple of games here. Um, I think what you've seen out of Vinny is... uh, a guy who was not too sure if he could grab that sixth spot at the beginning of the year, and I think he really has now. He looks comfortable back there. He's moving the puck pretty well for a big dude, and uh, I think he's a, a big part of us right now. Ding dong. Liam? Ding dong. I will go with James Hamlin. Is oh, fuck yeah. Oh, Good right. answer. Great answer. Great answer. Good answer, Steve. Yeah. Family feud joke. James Hamlin <laughs> is my man who delivered. Had a good goal the other day. I like that you uh, took Steve Harvey instead of Richard Karn. (laughs) It's an era thing. Generation gap. We need to get this podcast on against Barnburner on Family Feud Canada. Just saying. That would actually be something we should do like when we go to Jasper and everyone's there. That'd be a funny piece of content. There you go. BM. Just I'll just be. I'll mask. be off. I'll be. You know, I'll be. No, we're gonna beg like milk mask. Brown mask. That beg milk work. mask. Well, I'll just take that Grand Fear replica mask oh, back there. So funny. I have an Elliot one at at uh, at work. That's cool. Like ET. Oh, Elliot. Yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> oh yeah, my James Allen point. Good. Yeah, you. I mean contributing offensively, but I like this quote with Gene where he said, "My responsibility is in the defensive zone, and if I get into the offensive zone, it's kind of lucky." paraphrasing a little bit but that's pretty much what he said <laughs> good for him. so i like that i like the fact he's scoring it's two more goals on ryan mcleod good season. local boy ding dong yeah and like i've been calling him zach hyman light light over the last little light, bit light light yeah well, double lights. michael bunting is zach hyman light mm-hmm. and we don't have him okay you know every single shift james hamlin is on the ice he is going to give you two thousand percent effort yep. always and I just like to see it. I like to see him getting rewarded for it. I think he should be uh, the rest of the season. For me, he's, and he's only he's, scoring beauties too. I think the rest of his life. I yeah. mean, he's taking a hold of that fourth line center spot, making it his own. Nelson's Galbania career. Sorry, I'm contract people coming. screaming in our office They're right now for a three point Vinny point streak. Very excited about it. Uh, Vinny would have been yeah, great. Who delivered uh, second one of the season? Sorry, second point streak of the season. Because didn't he have well, two? No, two last... isn't really a streak. No, okay. Oh, Tyler, come on. Technically, well, he had the two point game. Uh, game <clears> through it was against LA. I forget how many what game it was. Well, didn't he score? He obviously scored in, in the Heritage Classic. Yes, but didn't he have an assist? In I believe before? so. So, yeah, so this year. Streaking. Streaking. The big fella. Juggernaut. My who delivered is going to be Zach Hyman, who is putting together another wildly impressive season. And it gives us a chance to look back at this tweet that was put back out onto my timeline from editor in leaf on January, February, March, May 27th, 2022 editor in leaf tweeted, except this was in a reply to Mimamoto. He said, except you are forgetting one thing. The Hyman contract is one of the worst contracts in the NHL. Possibly in NHL history. What an idiot. <sighs> NHL history. Well, NHL. We already have one of those on our roster. Yeah. He's playing in Bakersfield right now. Says, Thank you. Says the man who chased for the team that signed David Clarkson. That one would have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. That was a beauty. Dave Boland, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> that Clarkson one is fantastic. Remember when he got suspended for 10 games before the on contract? first game? It was in the preseason. He didn't even play the first 10 oh, games. Yeah, they were unsure if they should like count it towards preseason. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should up. give an honorable mention though because I think Darnell Nurse has been incredible. Darryl. Dude, I've been saying for Three a few weeks now that like he's been their best defenseman this yes, year. Yes, And he's not just been their best defenseman because like the Oilers have a bad blue and other thing. Like he's just legitimately been good this year. And there's so many people out there who just constantly rag on him who 
awfully, awfully quiet these days. Well, it's just always the same thing too. Like there's, it's nine two five, nine two five, nine two five. Yeah. Like, sure. There's no that winning. Pasta Nudra is stupid. Oh, ridiculous. Nine point two five million dollar pass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that actually Give may be a nine point seven five million dollar pass. True. That was an absolute that. bomb. That playoff, the draw was fantastic. The pass from Nurse was great. The execution of Nuge was great. And he had also had the pass that, uh, right before that, too. For the goal before that. Off the boards. That's right, yeah. The, the Kane hat trick night when he dove at that puck. Knocked yeah. it out. Come on. Yeah, I think the big thing, I think he's still making errors, but the not. Oh, well, he's like, not perfect. No, no, no. But the not like glaring where the cost of me all these games, like the one that always sticks out, he's at St. Louis one, right? Yeah. But he's been unbelievable, and that goal, that pass he made to Nuge, he basically drew up that play at a faceoff. Nuge said, "Right, yes." Yeah. They asked him if it's it was incredible. a drawn up. He's like, "No, it's kind of like he told me what to do." And they yeah. put that right on the tape. It was very it was a hell of a pass. Gunned it. Maybe he needs black eyes all the time. Looks tough. Think he, think he plays better when he looks tough. Yeah. Now we've got CC who's lost teeth. Yeah. Lost CC that. lost teeth. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Took oh, one right in the mush. I'm sorry to hear, Cody. He's very yeah, handsome. Unfortunately, now just a little ding on the old two feet. Now that when they acquire Tanev, they'll have quite the, the three guys there. Yeah. Deep sure. Into the Chris boys. Tanev. Chris Tanev. Yeah. Did he lose teeth last night too? I don't think he has many left. He blocked a okay, shot with his face. How are you, dude? He, he dove in front of it. Yeah, he kind of like fell the wrong way. I don't I, think that's how they draw it up. It was inc- oh. it's insane. It, like it's he it led with his. If face. I look for the video, am I going to regret? It's on hockey fights. You can't really see. You can't much see much. Don't see the damage. Yeah. He's a right-handed shot, right? Yeah, yeah. So the stick would have been his left hand. The right hand might have been like going to brace himself to fall. Otherwise, man, throw you a glove up over your face. He definitely meant to just throw his body in front. It was, yeah. He did not think about protecting his face. The hockey player. He is a man, man amongst boys. We had a guest on Owen every day today from Vegas, and we asked him about that play because obviously it was against the Golden Knights. And he was like, <laughs> Ken Bolke kind of, he was like, kind of dumb. He was like, that's a quarterback diving for a fourth and eight in week four of the regular season. Like, no need. You could have just it's, let it, your goalie see that one. It kind of yeah. depends on your skill level, like the how much the team needs you around for yeah. sure. But yeah. But you're also like. Instinctual. Teeth. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You're coming back out. Yes, but <laughs> face, you're not. Yeah, you just yeah, want to bite. Get a, get a cheese grater on. You'll be good. Heard the puck taste right. good. I get all queasy when we talk about stuff like that. Queasy. Well, yeah, I've watched the video now several times, and uh, it's not great. I like how in the broadcast, <laughs> too, he's like, uh, okay, guys, we've had enough of this. And he just yeah. tells the broadcast crew to stop playing it over and over again. <laughs> We're good. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's one thing that broadcast crews love doing. If there's a guy dead on the ground, replay, replay, replay. Hey, hats off the NFL because they have not done that at all this year. They'll watch it once like while they go to commercial. They'll come back like, we're not showing you guys that. We're yeah. good. Uh, like, fine. I have to go to they used to, they used like to tell the, the 201 they learned a lesson or what? Yeah. They used to open it with, yeah, like, now if you're part of the family, look away. Yeah. And then they would play it. But now it's just, yeah, yeah it's go Twitter for it. Anyways, I just got to go find it. All right, there you go. That is who delivered for our friends at DoorDash. Dash that for the win this holiday season and make DoorDash your holiday hack. Ding dong. All right, we are going to get to a couple of headlines from around the league and things of that nature. But first, we are going to step aside for a quick break. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. All right, welcome back to the program, the big show. Uh, we're going to get to some league headlines. 
for Alberta Blue Cross. Oh my God. It's been a rough we are in, boys, we're in shambles. For everyone Chaos. listening, we just did about 30 seconds of the show with the mics potted down. Wow. Well, um, listen. I don't remember you turned them off. Because I needed test. to listen to everything. Somebody has been away for a little while. Yeah. Doesn't remember how to podcast. No, I don't. Um, I was out making memories. There's only one thing better than sharing memories and it's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you. ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information or head to nationgear.ca and get in on the Arizona trip. We're going to the desert, watching hockey at the Mullet Arena and you can join us. It is going to be a lot of fun. I can promise you that. Uh, All right. League headlines. Let's start with the big one that everyone's been talking about. Patrick Kane going to Detroit. Uh, Liam, what do you think about Patrick Kane in in, uh, in Hockey Town? Um, yeah, I think uh, it's a good move by the Red Wings. Good to add a little bit more offense. I think it's good for them to go out and try and make their team better now rather than wait for the big dogs to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at me like that for? Well, I'm just curious. Like, I, I, I don't know why he picked them. Why not? I heard, I heard there's two reasons. Uh, reason number one is Detroit is struggling right now for offense. And so he wants to come in and help. And then reason number two is he wants to reunite with Debrinkat. I thought he wanted to win. They're in a playoff spot. They're fair, but do you think they can win? They just, I don't. Yeah, he I don't loves know. Little Caesars pizza. Debrinkat started off the, the season on fire yeah. and then has cooled off. They just broke up the top line there. So then there's now an opportunity for him to come in and play with Debrinkat. Sure, I mean, fit for him 100%. But the dude's at the end of his career. Where else was going to, where else was going to be able to pay I, I him for, Rangers? but like Rangers can afford that. But what did he add to that team last year? Like, why would he want to go back into that situation? They're 15, four and one though. I, I think they might just been like, we don't want to mess with anything. He didn't, yeah, he didn't give them anything last year. We talked about this a bunch of podcasts ago, I, th- I think. And you were saying like, Ty, you were saying that he, for like 750 grand, he'd go and go be on a cup contender team. I was told he's going to Buffalo. I thought it was I Buffalo. That one, that, that one dude had a tweet out there and he was like, oh, he's coming this week. And then, and then has had no retraction since then. has just mocked people who called him out for it. But anyways, anyways, I never really moving on Buffalo thing. Like, I well, it's just the connection. Yeah. He's from there, but like, why would he want to go there? Same because reason. I, don't you think Buffalo is a better opportunity at winning the cup than Detroit? No, not right now with the way things are going in Buffalo. They just sent down their goalie. Devin Levi just went to Rochester. Yeah, we sent yeah. down our goalie two weeks ago and I thought you know, we have a hundred percent of one uh, chance of making the uh, playoffs. Tage Thompson's still out. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like both the teams, I guess you could argue it. But if you looked on paper, on the- if you looked on paper, Buffalo is a much better team. I wouldn't. I have also picked. wouldn't be surprised by a come trade deadline. He is not with Detroit anymore. Oh, like they fall off and they deal him. Yeah. Wow. Detroit has right now they have twenty five points are in third in the Atlantic with eleven and six and three. Runs. Who's behind them? And to that point too, Bag Milk, you probably have like a handshake deal on the side where it's Eiserman and him yeah. talk about the destination before they agree. Uh, Tampa Bay is behind them with two extra games played, same amount of points. The Leafs are behind them with nineteen games played, twenty three. Buffalo is 22 points in 22 games. So so if you ask me, I would say all three of those teams passed them. Probably. Possibly. But, but what in the fight? Like, you got to put yourself exactly. in Detroit's yeah. shoes and Kane's shoes. When Iserman sits him down and is like, dude, we're in a playoff spot right now, even though we've been sputtering for the last kind of 10 days here. Like, I believe in the group we have. Maybe Iserman even said, I plan on giving up the first round pick this I year. I get why Detroit would do it. I don't understand why... Because if Eiserman sits you down and says, I'm going to trade the first round pick, I believe in our team. Like they're in a playoff spot. There's a reason to believe. And we don't know what the pitches were from the other teams. Like, what if the Leafs was like, ah, we got a spot on the fourth line for you? You're going out there for you, like your last season, and you want to end it with a cup. I just don't see it. That, that's just me. No, but fair enough. I get that he wants to end it with a cup, but it's not like he has a lot to, to risk, right? He has three. Oh, yeah, you're not losing anything, yeah, but like, you're going out there to win a Stanley Cup in the last year. Yeah, he's not just going to dick around for a couple months. No. Mm-hmm. I think Detroit's good. I'm team. staying mum on the topic. You're not in on Patty Kane? You got no take? Well, okay. BM, I know you have a take on this one. Dean Evison out in Minnesota. Uh, John Hines is going to take over as the seventh coach. You've always been a big John oh, Hines dude. guy. Big John Hines guy. Staying <laughs> mum on the move. Uh, thoughts on the wild? Um... Pretty wild stuff going on in Minnesota. Um, it's like you said it on the other show, Tyler. It seems they fired like, Creed Bratton. <laughs> yeah. The fuck jacked Creed Bratton. It, yeah. it seems like 
it's a very similar situation to Edmonton where they had a coach who had a lot of success. Their GM failed them. Their stars failed them. Their power play wasn't playing well enough and their goaltending sucked. Just take out the player names and the coaches' names and you have Edmonton. We're ignoring the fact that they have negative $13.5 million on their cap. Well, that doesn't help either. So that's why I said the GM didn't help them. But also last season they had that and they did perfectly well, fine. Yeah, I mean, Garen did do that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But he was just like, yeah, just getting it over, pulling the yanking the band. Where out. are they in the division? <laughs> Low. Second last 14 points. The Hawks are about to catch them. Granted, the Hawks could also catch the Oilers because we're only one point up on Mini. So percentage chance Minnesota makes the playoffs? 100%. <laughs> You're, he's consistent, damn it. <laughs> I was really, yeah, I thought it was intriguing to see uh, him get moved on. And now you got two coaches on the market, Everson and Woodcroft, who are good damn coaches. And Ottawa sitting there with DJ Smith. Like, where did Everson coach before Minnesota? He, that was his first head coaching gig. Uh, he was growing those beans in his desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was blogging on his website. <laughs> Just a Word document. <laughs> um, I, I'm interested to see if Ottawa ends up doing anything. That was my last league headline. Oh, wait. Corey Perry uh, had his contract terminated or is going to have his contract terminated by the Blackhawks. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going on there. Very weird one. I wonder if it's the end of Corey Perry, though. Well, he is 38. Yeah, like this feels like. Hold on. There's nothing wrong with 38. Yeah, it's very young. No, professional just, sports terms. He's on his deathbed. It's uh, yeah. It was. It's been an interesting uh, weekend of a news cycle of uh, rumors and and all kinds of misinformation and information swirling. Uh, really, really fascinating to watch the Blackhawks organization have to navigate this one as well with their previous history. Yeah, and that's where I think a lot of the a lot of the vitriol and the anger came out of uh, oh, from from right. sides of places. Exactly, is they want to people want their pound of flesh from the Blackhawks still, Which and they're going like, to go after him. I, and fair enough. I agree. Yeah, it's unfair to like Kyle Davidson because he he wasn't part of it, right? Yeah, but it's just like the label of the Blackhawks. Like, doesn't matter who's there or not there anymore. People right? just demand information from the Blackhawks, people, yeah. and they yeah. want point their <laughs> finger at anybody and blame somebody for anything. I think just now, now seeing the release and seeing that it's something that is egregious enough that it terminated an NHL contract, which yeah. is not something that happens very often. Very difficult. There's, there's obviously something there. So the PA has to agree to that. Right? And the PA apparently isn't pushing back at all. They know what's going on. And like, yep. So let me just say this in regards to the rumors floating around that people have been latching onto <laughs> on Twitter. That wouldn't get your contract terminated it's worse than that. And it's a legal situation, which would probably be why the Hawks can't say anything because there's lawyers involved. It's not like, come on. I just, I get it. The memes are, they gave me a chuckle the first day. Now I'm kind of like, okay, everyone said their piece. Like, can we move on? Cause it's obviously not that like, don't be Mr. Mature over here. I chuckled yeah. for the first couple of days. It was like, yeah, the first few you saw, you're like, okay, like, haha. And then you start to see people who actually think this happened. They're like, like I recognize it as a meme. Sure. But like, come on, there's no way people believe it, right? There is, though. No, I know. That's the sad part. People are all in on it. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact this contract's terminated shows it's a pretty serious legal matter. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder wa- if this is one of those ones where um, clearly there's something going on in Chicago. What kind of information are they ever, if ever, going to release? They'll have to probably give away more than they'd want to because of previous for, history. Yeah. Just because of what's going and on it's right like now. Like a different generation, different people involved for the most part, I believe. Um, but yeah, just because of that, they'll probably want to be a little more. Uh, and again, to remind people too, the, the Blackhawks have another John Doe player that has just come out and has right rehashed the issue again. So <laughs> it's, it's not like it's going away for them anytime soon. And, you know, as much as we say it's, this is a problem for Kyle Davidson. It's going to continue to be a problem for Kyle Davidson, whether he had nothing to do with it or not. Yeah. It's his issue to deal with. Yep. Unfortunately. Just yeah. like and Lauer in, in Ottawa dealing with all the crap fallout from Melnick before. Like it's just, you come in and you take it over and you have to clean up the mess. Yeah. So. All right. There you go. Those are your news headlines from around the league for our friends at Alberta blue cross is was here today. He is, yeah, but so. he had to run out for the food bank uh, oh. drive. We're stuffing, stuffing a giant the tr- truck. The Michael Scott oh, run for the 
You mean you the Oilers back. Nation Pack the Nation Truck Food Bank Food Drive presented That's by Short Ford the Giant? Easily my favorite thing we've ever named at the company. It's it's right up there with the Michael Scott run for the cure. Pure. Should we see if Waz is back and available to do a segment? Uh, Absolutely. You, you got something to clear up for you? I want to clear up where Waz is right now. Because I also know he had the nation truck at one point, and I want to make sure it got home safely. Uh, but help me understand with our boy Waz. Don't call it a bit. It's a segment. It is brought to you Can you by... that up for me? <laughs> it is brought to you by Greta. Make Greta your weekend spot. Little Mario Kart. Shoot a little bit of hoops. Throw footballs into little targets. Get good drinks and good food as well. You can do it all at Greta. Is he here? Waz is here. Is he coming in to do the segment? I, I told him he has two minutes to come up with some stuff. So we just got a vamp for a couple he just, minutes. Oh. Okay. Well, then I can also plug that if you're listening to this and it is still Tuesday, November 28th, it is your last day to get the Nation Gear Black Friday Blackout Collection. It is available now on nationgear.ca. If you spend $200, you do qualify for, for, for free shipping as well. And if you're looking to cross some things off your Christmas list, maybe you have a Flames fan in your life, a Canucks fan, a Leafs fan. Don't just give them coal. You can give them great Nation Gear merch because we got lines for all of our team sites up as well. But I know you listening to this podcast care most about the Oilers Nation Gear. It is sweet and it's going away tonight. While we're waiting for Waz, one thing that from the league headlines that I'd like to touch on just for a sec. What did you guys think of the Jacob Truba oh my goodness. high stick? I, I, I'd love to hear everybody's opinion on this. The Department of Player Safety is insane, right? Like this is such he an easy situation. Five thousand dollars for a long time. I know, but like it's such an easy thing to be like, you know what, Jacob? We know you didn't mean to do it. Whatever, sympathize with the player and go. We kind of got to give you a game for hitting a guy in, a, in the head with your At stick. At least a game, yeah. Because like I, I know what he said. Didn't mean to do it, but I am skeptical based on the video and him as a player. Well, so now the video is where the, sorry, Liam, you should go ahead. Sorry. First. Say, the actual game video doesn't look that bad, but then when you see the one, like kind of blurry foggy shot, it looks horrendous. That's so, the one I've seen. And yeah, that's, that's the, one I've seen I, the real time one. That's the one I saw initially too. And then I was trying to find the other highlight for another show and yeah, it was, didn't look that bad. Yeah. So, I think so suspended though. That night, I was sent the the clip that everybody's seen now, the kind of grainy slow-mo from the side. The corner, yeah. And I thought that that was the only footage that we had, honestly, because it looks like it was a camera that wasn't necessarily a part of the broadcast, something that they just caught. And so I posted on Hockey Fights, and then Ranger fans were like, it's not the fucking case. It's not the fucking case. And they were accusing me of perpetuating the conspiracy or something. Exactly. So, I, and of course I was, I do, everybody knows I'm trying to take down the New York Rangers slowly, but surely. Uh, but, but uh, what I did is I went back and I clipped the whole thing. And yes, I would say it's more accidental than it appeared to be. But again, you have to be responsible with your stick and it's Jacob Truba. It's not like we're talking about clean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes, he does, but not, not for the, well, there is no, like he's had suspensions before. You know, who didn't have a suspension was Austin Matthews who accidentally cross checked Rasmus Darlene across the face. Well, if we're I'm talking, just, I, I'm just saying like, I, no, agree, I, agree, with you. I agree with you there. Yeah. I agree with you there. But I mean, you look back to the Washington game, uh, Ovechkin nailed, uh, Vinny right in the mouth too. The thing yeah, he did. You're right. It's and that was, weird. and that was comparable to the Austin Matthews, Matthews one where one. you're like, you're meaning to go across the shoulders. And you get a little bit higher and bang right in the mouth. That's why uh, when Ovi did it, he threw his hand up right away. It was almost like, sorry. Like, and then he got pissed. He got you, two sorry. I, I feel like there's something to that, to just from a standpoint of like that reaction from the league was faster than they've done with any suspension or they wanted it season. out of the news cycle. Like it was, it was so quick and I was shocked because it was, it was an afternoon game. And then they announced it at like four o'clock that afternoon that he was fined $5,000 and it was as if the league saw the reaction online what day was and they, on? it was Saturday. 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 So that's why it's even weirder to me. Somebody like ran into the office. and was like, file the fine, file the fine. Like it's, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, no, that needed to be a, like a one or uh, it has to be more than it had to be at least. Had to be more than a fine. Like five, was, five grand for that is laughable. given. Yeah. Laughable. Yeah. Especially when we broke down already. What's, what's five grand to him? Yeah. Nothing. $46. But, well, it's just the other <laughs> angle I would put on it is Leon got, find five grand for cross-checking somebody in the back of the legs. Yeah. How are those two things the same? They're not. And then just in comparison to Adam earning up fine two grand for elbow in yeah. Belmont. Across it's just, you know worth what it. it is? It's just like <laughs> the guys in charge are Stupid. cowardly. But the other thing too now is like, if you wanted this, this is your precedent. 
what is stopping Alex Petrangelo today? Tonight from noted slasher. Yeah. Yes. From giving someone a whack in the head, but like, I'll just do it while I'm like falling down and like whatever, make it look all accidental. And like, I'll get a, you know, right. Like it just sets a weird precedent. Like with the league again, it's not like it's the NFL, right. Where there's only 17 games or something like that. Or it's not like it was a playoff game. It's November. Like, it's no yeah. gamer and it's going to be gone. Like you're going to forget about it by Christmas. Largely inconsequential. To just I, give yes. them a game. I have yet to see one player go up to a referee and say, hey, that was an accident. The referee's like, OK, my bad. I'm not going to give you a penalty. It just doesn't happen. So I don't get why the NHL can do that. When you high stick someone. You get two minutes unless it's on the Oilers because that's been happening. <laughs> yeah, I just want to mention real quick of league headlines that I thought was hilarious is from last night's Panther Senators game. Holy moly. Where everyone got a 10 minute misconduct on the ice. Hilarious. Did the goalies get one? No. So it was uh, like the other goalie didn't come out of the yeah. net. I don't know what okay. the close goalie did, but the far goalie didn't come it was, out of yeah, There was a total of 10 10 minute misconducts on that play. And then like it. two shifts later, there was two more 10 minute misconducts. So the referee's funny. call right here. Player on the ice has a 10 minute misconduct. <laughs> You know what my favorite part of that whole that game was? It was whenever something happened to Matt Kachuk, and he looked over at the bench, and he did exactly what I wanted to do, exactly what the Oilers should do, exactly what you should do in the hockey. And he looked at them and said, hey, your two stars, they're dead. Yeah, he said like, Timmy, and Brady, me, Timmy, Timmy and Brady. Timmy and uh, Bathard, the guy that he fought. Sanderson. Sanderson, Sanderson, yeah. Sanderson they're dead. They're dead. Yeah. And that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what you do. I love seeing him and uh, Brady go back and forth. I just think it's hilarious. Dude, I'm, their commercials are pretty good too. they're great it was yeah. it was they're pretty great. good content from last one night. other headline i would like to discuss if Please. we're still up for those the fact that matthias ekholm's goal didn't count because there was too much snow in the way yeah the nhl doesn't have the ice. technology to solve a very fixable problem <sighs> okay yes that's what it comes down to, is that it, so that goal itself if you can't see white it's a it's a black and white rule you can't see white between yeah no hey, that's, that's not, fine. The, that's not that. the ref's fault but this is 2023 they need to figure out a way to well, alleviate that. Here's the thing: they do have chips in the puck now. You need. Well, you need right. They do have the chips in the puck. Like we have the technology in there. When a puck goes out of play, I found out this the other day that when a puck goes out of play at an NHL game, you get offered a commemorative puck now because they want that technology back. They want that chip back because they're testing it. So what they should I'd, I'd rub is... it on my balls and be like, "You still want it back?" <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay. you, no, it's simple. You put a camera in the inside of the goalpost along the goal line, just like you do yeah. uh, the you, pylons on a, uh, in the NFL. You can't do that. Why? Because the net moves. So? so what you could do instead? You have wireless is, cameras. Well, you wireless no, cameras in the post. I just a wireless camera in the net already. But it's attached to the net. I just feel like that could be interfered with a little bit. What you could do. And the pylons of the well, NFL well, don't no, have cords. I'm, you could just have the camera coming from right above directly. And it has then to be do, the post. It has to be the crossbar because otherwise well, you can't see down. Crossbar gets in the way. Then there's a chip in the puck and it goes down to the goal line. Because that's how they do it in soccer, right? Like there's a the goal post to know if the ball went over the line don't just magically disappear too. They disappear through the technology. And the, the chip is in the ball and it goes through and it gives you the... the so there's a chip in the ball and a chip in the post? Uh, there's cameras. They do all through cameras outside, not lasers, in the maybe and stuff like that. And then the, rest, the cameras registry. Laser beams. <laughs> I do think we're probably like two years away from it officially in the NHL. Like why other teams shouldn't it. be? Yeah. Why other leagues seem to have sorted out these Soccer's issues? Soccer's been the doing NHL this for camp. five years at least. It's and just I just this. think of like I think sport. of like tennis, where completely different situation. I get it. And there's no bodies in the way, but like you can see exactly where that ball lands, and you have been for years. Yeah, I think it's just the rubber. Personally, that's probably played havoc on the technology. Trying crazy. to encase it in a chip. I agree. I agree. If you if you wanted it done, you put the money and you get it done. I think but, with like some high res cameras yeah. inside the post pointing inward, that are kind of like you know. I think you sold that out. Take the budget easy. they're using for the digital board things. That's not not going so well. That Gary thinks is going very well because he no, gets I love a lot those. of uh, positive reviews yeah. about it. Take that budget. And figure it out. Well, one year. Does that not, does that like that kind of response from Batman? Does that not just feel like sometimes he's okay with this, us being upset at this kind of yeah, crap? No, yes. no, 100%. Right? no, to me, it's just like, give a fuck. Yeah. it's a certain era of what it's old white dudes who just sit there and say, nope, like we're always right. We're always good. Like, nope, yep. nope, nope, nothing's wrong here. Don't look over here. Dude, <laughs> take one upon yourself. I promise you what happens after that will be a lot better in the long run. It's been way more than two minutes, by the way. May I, uh, Present another league headline. Sure. 
Waz, get in here. The NHL All-Star Game draft is back. Oh, hell yeah. Finally. Yes. So Finally. I would like to speculate who the two celebrity captains would be. Because you know Connor will be a normal captain. So what celebrity are we pairing up with McDavid? Justin as- Bieber. Chad Kruger is the easy one, one right? Ooh, but it's in Toronto, though. It would be Bieber. So Biebs could Biebs. Biebs will be with Matthews. Drake. Say, two or four? Drake for four. sure. There's four teams. Ooh, Drake. Maybe Pinball get- Clemens. Friend, oh, go. Friend, friend, of friend of the show? Yeah, friend of the company. Justin Bieber. Pinball. Pinball. Drake. Matt Sundin. I don't know if he... <laughs> Brecky Hill. Brecky Hill. Who's that, Tyler? <laughs> Sid Sixero. Sid Sixero. Yeah, Sid Sixero. That's a good one. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Who's right. going to be the... Are, yeah, we, are, we celebrities. All, are we are confirming that Ovechkin's going to be the final pick, though? We think that that'll be the answer. Well, it's if he wants the car again, though. That was so funny. Well, yeah, but... Lobbying because he wanted the car. First of all, Ovechkin's got to make the team. Also, Frank did say today on DFO Live, he's like, one of the reasons the league went away with this is because they weren't happy that the players were just boozing during the event. I'm like, what? Why not? That's the best part. Let them have fun. And put a microphone in front of them, too. Yeah. I'll let them gamble, too. (laughs) Well, you can't do that. Let them bet on it. You can't do that. Live betting on the draft. Yeah. Let's do that. All right, it is time for our boy Waz's signature Don't Call It a Bit segment, Help Me Understand, brought to you by Greta. Can you clear that up for me? Or help me understand. Nope. What what is it? Still, can you clear that up for me? Oh, it is. Can you clear that up for me? Well, it's it's a bit. It's not a game, though. Oh, yeah, it's a, a little bit of a different. So you can call a segment. You can call it a bit, but you can't call it a fucking game. All right, Waz, let's give her. All right, the first question I got here is like, clear this up for me. The Oilers slap the Ducks and Capitals. But people are saying, oh, but they're bad teams. Does it really matter who they beat? Because it feels like people are like, oh, you're over-celebrating. It's two wins against bad teams. I think it does to an extent matter who you beat. But at this point, wins are wins. I My problem is that I just want to see more volume before I declare that they're back and start getting all giddy about this team again. So that's my stance on it. Wins are wins. There's no easy dubs in the NHL. I just want to see more from the others before I say they're back. You can only play your schedule, and you can only beat who you're playing at night. But they do need to beat good teams as well on a more consistent basis. I just think the Oilers need to play the way they have the last two games, and they're going to beat a bunch of teams. So I think that um, I agree. Tonight's a huge opportunity, huge opportunity to take a team down that they're, you know, they're chasing a long ways out. But uh, just get the job done. There's no easy games in the NHL. Nope. They. There is a possibility the Edmonton Oilers may never win another hockey game again, so celebrate every win like it's the last. Interesting. All right. Next question. With uh, how poor the Western Conference uh, playoff picture is looking like, uh, Tyler, you talked about this a little bit. Uh, can the Oilers take advantage of it? Yes. Can you clear me up what's going on right now? Well, the team in the eighth spot is playing at like a 78 point pace, which is fascinating because if it doesn't turn around, then yes, it'll be very easy for the Oilers to go. 45 and 35 or no, sorry, that doesn't make sense. 35 and 25 and rattle their way to like a decent season. That'll get them in. And once you get in, who knows? So yeah, the Western conference being bad is very good for the Oilers. What I would say was, if you're looking to understand a little bit about the standings, the best case scenario for the Oilers is actually in a weird way, Vancouver, LA, Vegas, and then Winnipeg, Dallas, and Colorado keep just running away with this thing. If those six teams just keep racking up dubs, what you want is the rest of the conference to stay painfully mediocre so you can get into one of the wildcard spots. So you can be one of those mediocre teams. Well, be the there. best of the mediocre. There you go. What are we clearing up? Sorry. I don't Same, know. Basically, Tyler just cleared it up. It's too early look yeah. at the standings. Tyler didn't let any of us have no, more. Yeah, just, I railroaded yeah, that. It's too early when you've been terrible. He helped you understand. Well, I feel like I can move on. Clear this up for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while McLeod hasn't been scoring, uh, what has he been doing well in your eyes? Skating really fast. And he's a real fast guy. Yeah, a lot of cardio out there for Clowder. Which is, which is fine. But again, when you're one of the 26 cuts that are an issue with the team, you got to do more. He's fast. Yep. He's been good on the penalty kill. Wins face-offs. Been winning face-offs. Quick through the neutral zone. He has more assists recently than he did earlier. He's just been neutral. He's not on the ice for a lot of goals against. I know everyone's getting upset of him because he can't score right now. 
Um, he's gone a quarter of the season without a goal. He's not scored a goal in 41 games. Well, we just said earlier that we can't consider, Sorry, we can't talk goal. about the past. <laughs> he has only Cut been on the ice. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. <laughs> he's only been on the ice for eight goals against this season. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, he's never going to be a massive point getter, but he's not allowing pucks into his own net. Which is, yes. That and is look a good at his, and, what, and what he's getting paid. To over $2 million. Dollars. He's got to score. need him to be a third-line center. Games into it. Yes. He has, a he has nothing. Holy. Uh, goals against <laughs> per 60. I, I agree. Bring up Drake Kajula. Uh, goals <laughs> against agree. per 60 at five on, on five. Give up on him. Of the Oilers <laughs> who have played at least 155 on five minutes this year, Ryan McLeod has the best goals against per 60 at five on five. Oh, get rid what of him. What's his goals for? Dead last on the team. Use, useless on a third roll guy. So you're saying he's a good two way forward? No, one way, defense <laughs> only. You know what? We need more of that. So uh, thank you for clearing that up for me. I had to kind of make sure this really quickly. So I was like, right, so we're getting spicy today, today. I we like are. it. We are. Thanks, Waz. Thanks, Waz. All right, we're going to wrap up the show with a little game preview for Cornerstone Insurance. Guess how many periods it's been since the Vegas Golden Knights scored a five on five goal? Four. Six. Periods of games? How many periods? Since the Golden Knights have scored a five-on-five goal. 16. I'm going to go seven. 12. Wow. They have not scored a five-on-five goal in four games. So I think the message here is stay out of the box. Stay out of the box and just don't give them. Because like the reality is the Oilers, what, averaging just over four penalties in a game right now? That's No. Don't crap. PK is good. Under no block, where are they 89%? Yeah, but no, I'm just I saying. I understand the PK is good, but I'd rather you not be. No, 100%. I get it. I think another part of it is just don't crap your pants at five on five, right? Like, don't give them the easy odd man rushes, the defensive breakdowns. If you cut those out, you're probably going to be fine in this hockey game because Vegas can't score right now. The scary part for me is that this game, and you guys mentioned it, carries that emotional baggage from the playoffs last year. And I wonder if an Evander Kane or Vinny DeHarnay or somebody is going to want to exact some revenge on Alex Petrolangelo. If they were not 7, 12, and whatever, I think probably it'd be a lot different. I think going in with the record they have right now... I'm worried yeah, that they might emotionally. Guys will be sitting there and just go, "Hey guys, we got to keep it, you know, keep it together." Although, if you look at last game, like, give me Kane's game from last game. Yeah, yeah. dude had ten hits. Yep, he's out there doing his thing. He was asking. Stopper tweeted, "Only player in the league with ten goals and fifty hits this year." Yeah, wasn't he asking Louis in the intermission how many hits he had? Yeah, and- like <laughs> Zadorov has the record or something like six. Right. Oh wow. I like that Kane is zeroed in on that. That's actually pretty good. Keep Dude, him engaged. We've always said that's one thing we need out of him, yeah. and he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And when he wasn't scoring, he was still out there hitting. He's mm-hmm. actually very he's having a really good year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was always going to be like, what can Kane do this year? Last year was obviously a write-off for the guy. Yeah. And he's doing everything we want him to do. There was that one slump. And again, looking back on it, like I was hard on him in the moment. But like, if that slump happens in January or February... We probably barely talk about it. It's probably just lost in the shuffle of other stories in the season because it happened early in the year while the team was also struggling. Kane's struggles were heightened and there was a lot of pressure there. But the way he's played in the last three weeks here has been exceptional. Yeah, I was I'm right there with you. I was really hard on him early on. And and, you know, to a person, what we said was get out there, muck it up. And he did it. And Oilers are going to have about six days off after the Thursday nighter against Winnipeg. You go stew back to back no matter what here. Yeah. yeah. Cut and dry. Yeah, no, what no, is this? Is, is this a bye week? What is this? No, it's just random. Their it's bye not week's the, not until closer to the All Star break. It's not the rodeo because the rodeo just happened. That was the bull riding. Or the bull riding. The rodeo's coming back next year. I there just, you go. Yeah. That's why, sorry. The schedule, I was like, I'm not using it as an excuse or anything, but just the schedule's so weird for the Oilers this year. The NHL, it's been horrendous. You what don't you like it? Yeah. You're right. What should this I is the, This is the company that gave a fine for a chop to the head. Also a fine for wearing a helmet. Mark Henry Fleury. They fine him? No, they didn't. They, they fined the team though, didn't they? Nope. They backed oh. NHL, ah. powered oh, away and backed so off everything. You know, if we're doing an honorary hot performer, shout out to Mark Andre Fleury for just being like, fuck you, I'm wearing yeah. it anyway. Well, he, he can't wear that. What are you gonna do? Fine you. No, you won't. Well, yeah, then, you're right. On top of it, we were gonna we were gonna find the team and then they didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they don't know the problem. They, yeah, they can't. Like I don't know if, I don't even know why they came out and said don't wear the helmet. But like, there's no like other guys can Bobrovsky wear and uh, Spencer Knight in Florida. Or, uh, Hellebuck, I think, has been too or something. Oh yeah, maybe something yeah. like that. But you're right, um, Bobrovsky. Like they've been wearing hockey fights cancer masks. And but yet, NHL's Logan like, Thompson wasn't allowed to have a sticker on his helmet. 
consistency in the league. How about you just let the guys wear what they want to wear? Well, PJ PJ Stock put out. Yeah, of course there's gonna be rules or whatever, but like for the most part. Let them do what they want to do. PJ Stock floated out the idea there over the weekend of having like a player's day like they do in MLB or yep. in basketball where everybody plays on that day. It's a frozen frenzy. You can market it however you want, but then all the players get to have their own individual statements if they want to. They can all wear like their own warm-up yep. jerseys. Find an artist somewhere like baseball players get their nicknames on the back for and the teams all wear special jerseys. Like do something like that. Have a weekend recelebrate a bunch of stuff or just don't make players wear stuff if they don't want to. And get be out like, of your own way. Yeah, just get out of your own way yeah. if you're the NHL. All right. Uh, score predictions. Let's go around the horn here for tonight against the Golden Knights. And then also Thursday Winnipeg. Double jeopardy. Whoa, tough. Okay. I'm going to say 5 nothing Oilers tonight. Whoa. I know. Revenge game. Let's go. And then I'm going to say 3-2 overtime win against the Jets. I will say 3 nothing Oilers tonight. And I think they will win 3-1 against Winnipeg. I'll go 4-1 Oilers tonight with an empty netter, and then I think they really get to the Jets on Thursday and beat them 6-2. Rick? Uh, 5-2 tonight, and you stole my Thursday one, so let's uh, re-alter real quick, and we're going to call it 5-3. BM? Uh, Times back 4-2 wins. There you Dang. go. Uh, shout out to Cornerstone Insurance, Alberta Blue Cross, Greta, DoorDash, and Wendy's, also our boy Waz, for stopping by. That'll be a wrap on a Tuesday edition of Oilers Nation Radio. We will chat with everyone again on a Friday afternoon.